0: Live from parts unknown, it's a K&A Sports Picks podcast. That was Timmy Trumpet, and for those that don't know, Timmy Trumpet, he has been the lead in song for Edwin Diaz of the Mets for when they come into the game. As as you can see, it pumps up the Met crowd, and I thought it would be a good way to start the NFL season, as we are all extremely pumped up for the NFL. How are you doing, Tanner?
1: I'm doing great. Yeah, excited to discuss it with you. You know, the NFL is back, the ultimate modern day bread and circus, the ultimate show. Um, It should be a fun year. So I think there's a lot up in the air. I don't, at least I feel like I'm not going in with 100% 100% sure who's going to win the Super Bowl, who's going to win the NFC, who's going to win the AFC, so I think there's a lot of room for discussion, for debate, and for fun.
0: Oh, yeah, I, I agree 100%. Uh, I've read some of the pronostications. Of course, our podcast is is the place to go for, for picks, but it's it's all over the place, so we'll kind of get in, into uh, those picks, but... It it's all over uh all over the place, uh, different opinions on, on who's who's gonna win. There is there is uh one team that's more favored than other teams, both in Vegas and in, in the pronosticators and um we'll get in into that. So um before we do, uh how how's the vibe in Denver for for the Broncos? Is it Bronco Mania going in into the season? I definitely-
1: I definitely think there's a lot, probably the most optimism in the past seven years. You know, I think there's this feeling ever since Peyton Manning left and they won the yes Super Bowl, there's a feeling they finally have a quarterback. It's sort of been seven years in the quarterback wilderness, which the Seahawks might be in now. Um, so I think fans are just finally excited. They feel like they have a quarterback.
0: You mean um, still a quarterback?
1: Pardon?
0: You mean. Uh, The Broncos stole a quarterback?
1: Stole, yes. (laughs) Well, I guess history is is written from different sides.
0: um, (laughs) History is usually written by the victors. So we'll (laughs) we'll see if the Broncos or the Seahawks, who gets the better of the trade.
1: But But I think there's excitement and there's real hope that at the very least it will be a playoff year for them.
0: All right. So, uh, you ready to dive into our tremendous picks? I am ready. Okay, so the AFC, AFC East, who do you like?
1: Well, going with the bookies here and saying it's got to be the, the Bills. Um, the Dolphins have certainly made some improvements. The Jets are slotted in for their usual last place finish. The Patriots, I think, I think people are a little down on them. I think they could be better than expected, but I just think clearly Josh Allen and the Bills should win this division.
0: I agree a hundred percent. I think, uh, the bills are, are the class. I, I see them winning the division by three or three or four games. Um, they, Clearly, have more talent than anyone else. I actually like the Patriots uh, more than the prognosticators do. And part of why people are so down on it is is Josh McDaniel, their offensive coordinator, went to the Las Vegas Raiders, um, and there there's been questions on who's going to be their offensive coordinator. Blah blah blah, dysfunctional, whatever. You know, questioning Bill Belichick, but how can you question the greatest? greatest coach, plus they, um, you know, got that rookie Mac Jones who, you know, super accurate. So I definitely see the Patriots as a second-place team over over the Dolphins.
1: I concur, and I'd slot them in for one of the three wild-card spots.
0: Yeah, I agree. Um, so we both, have, we both have the Bills, and going to the AFC North, I like the I like the Ravens. It was it was close for me, you know, who to who to pick between the Ravens, the Ravens and the Bengals. But um I like Lamar Jackson. Um nothing nothing wrong with Joe Burrow, but I think Lamar Jackson's on a mission he, contract year. Um like their defense. A little question about little they're a little questionable about um on the running game, but I think Um, the Ravens with their defense with Lamar Jackson their offensive line defensive line I'm going I'm going with the Ravens um, and with the Bengals being a close second
1: yeah it's going to be interesting with the Bengals they had that magical year last year when farther than anyone thought won the AFC beat the Chiefs in Kansas City and I think after you have a year like that that could either be a building block for great things, but I think you also see a lot of teams regress to the mean. And I certainly think they played above their talent last year. And you know, Burrow, of course, there's always the sophomore slump. So I was tempted by the Ravens too, just because I think there's all. Uh, I think there's always a bit of a hangover uh, after such a great season. But since they won the AFC. And I really seemed, I mean, I was just so impressed Burrow last year in the playoffs. I mean, he looked like a veteran who had been there. I think he's so calm and knows how to win big games. So I think the Bengals are going to win a few big games late in this year and edge out the uh, Ravens. But I would slot the second place team to also be one of the three wildcard teams. And I agree with you that I think it's going to be a bounce back year for Jackson
0: so what do you think about the browns i mean they're such a wild
1: card they have I feels like every year you know you kind of say this they have some talented pieces but it's hard to see it all molding together um i mean i think they'll be decent um but yeah i mean there's the quarterback questions while the suspension and again i just see some talented pieces, but it just seems like a team where dysfunction always follows and they're never quite the sum of their parts.
0: Yeah. I'm really down on the Browns. Two things. One is to the 265 million guaranteed money to Deshaun Watson, especially with all his legal problems and all the civil lawsuits. And I want, yeah, I mean, everyone knows about those. I don't want to get into, into any of those issues, but then you know, with releasing Baker Mayfield, they kind of, um, you know, threw dirt, you know, buried him on the on the way out, you know, criticizing him how immature he was, and I don't think it was uh, professional the way that they handled, um, you know, you know, replacing Baker Mayfield with Deshaun Watson. The professional organization would say, "Thank you, thank you, Baker Baker Mayfield, for your time. We feel that this this time. We we." want to go in a different direction but instead they just you know got really um they got really personal with them and you know a lot of name calling so you know i i just think that that's a dysfunctional organization
1: yeah i concur i had hope for them you know they won that playoff game finally and you could see there was this hope for the future but being the browns they always managed snatch defeat from the jaws of victory
0: (laughs) (laughs) okay so moving to a division that's a a little more tougher to to predict who do you like in the AFC South
1: yeah that the that's going to be a fun one I so I'm actually tempted I think the Jaguars after all the drama of last year I think they're going to have a bounce-back season. I don't think they're going to quite win the South. I'm going with Matty Ice and the Colts. Um, I just think he's a great quarterback. That was a great pick by the Colts. Um, I think they're going to win that division, but I think the Jags finally have They have a competent coach now. Um, I think Lawrence is headed on the right track in his development. I think they're ready to put the Urban Meyer experiment behind them and I actually think they're going to have a bounce back year and I might slot them in for one of the for that third wild card spot, Ooh. possibly. I I don't know if they'll quite get to get there, but I think they're going to play competitive football this year in our team to watch. But I think the Colts will win I like that it. division.
0: I'm going with the Titans. And um I like uh Tannehill more than I like uh, Matty Ice. Um, and I like the the defense and the and the running game for the Titans and Titans were really strong last year until Derrick Henry got got injured. I know a lot of the prognosticators are picking the Colts and I I definitely think the Colts are going to be one of the wild card teams, but I think um, the Titans. I'm going with the Titans and I agree with you on the Jaguars. I I can see them winning eight eight nine games. Um, I can see the chosen one Trevor Lawrence having a having a solid year and um yeah I, I I agree with that Now probably the most fun division is the AFC West and a lot of people are picking are going back and forth between the Chiefs and the Chargers and I'm going to stick with the Chiefs until the Chargers. Every year the Chargers are the darlings. Oh, this is the, this is the year for the Chargers, but it never happens. They they always they always find a way to snatch defeat from victory. So, um, you know, I Andy Reid is very consistent in the regular season. Um, so I I'm going to go with the Chiefs and Mahomes.
1: I agree with you 100%. I think the Chiefs, just for the five past five years, have been so consistent. They're so well run with Reed and Mahomes. I know some people are saying they had some losses over the offseason, but I still think you look at the past five years, they've just been the class of the AFC and the best quarterback in the uh, AFC. Um, so, I'm going to go with them until proven otherwise though. I think the chargers will be challenging for a wild card spot. And I think their defense, they have made some good decisions. They better their defense this year during this off uh, season, but I'm with you until proven. Otherwise the chiefs still rule the West and I'm sorry. I will say just to Broncos nation, I think there's going to be growing pains in Denver. I think they I think it, I see a nine and eight season, but I think they might miss out on
0: the playoffs. Oh, I agree a hundred percent. And yeah, part of it is because I'm a Seahawk fan and the the more losses the Broncos have, the better draft pick we get because we have the Broncos first and second round picks. So I actually think that the Broncos are going to be like eight and nine. I think they're going to finish in fourth. I like the Raiders. Um, so yeah, I, think the Bron- the Broncos are in a tough division and yeah. sorry, sorry Russ but you know yeah yeah it is what it is <laughs> none personal it's just business okay and the NFC East um, a lot of people are picking the Eagles are you picking the Eagles?
1: I probably should pick the Eagles and I know sort of like the Patriots. It seems like the Cowboys are sort of a, um, a sell stock. Um, They lost coop. Um, People are worried about their offensive line. My biggest question, I think Mike McCarthy has serious questions around his coaching pedigree, Um, but I still think there's talent. I still think Dak is a good quarterback. The division just doesn't look great to me. I mean, the Eagles look fine, but I still think it's a winnable division. Um, And I say the Cowboys will win it. Maybe around nine or 10 wins will be enough for them to win it. The East never seems that good.
0: (laughs) No, not recently. How about them Cowboys? I'm going with the Cowboys too. I mean, oh my gosh, the, the, the pronosticators. They they love they love the Eagles and I think that that's an East East Coast bias, uh, but I'm not sold on Jalen Hurts, um, and I think Dak is by far the best quarterback in the division. So, um, you know, I'm I'm going with uh, Dak and the Cowboys. I'm with you, you know, with all the their losses and free agency. I just uh, you know. Don't see them going far in the playoffs, um, but I do see them winning the division.
1: Yeah, I saw someone—I can't remember who—might have been with CBS Sports—thought the Eagles would win the NFC. I think that's too much.
0: That's not going to happen. <laughs> but of course, my picks have been been so off that they'll probably win the NFC. So yes,
1: this is our disclaimer: <laughs> we do not. We do not condone taking our picks and betting large amounts of money on no, them. Um, no. Do so at your own
0: risk. At your own risk. Okay, <laughs> so the NFC North is an easier division. Um, of course, the Pack. The Pack uh, is yeah. still still back. Aaron Rodgers, by far the best quarterback. There's some people that um, some pickers like like the Vikings, I think the Vikings are talent, Same, yeah. blah, 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 blah. The Vikings, Kirk Cousins, they're still a mediocre team. They'll always be a mediocre team.
1: I agree. I do not trust uh, Cousins over Rodgers any day of the week.
0: So, and you had a, a bold pick on, on the Jaguars potentially challenging for a playoff spot. Here's my bold pick. I think the Lions are going to have a better record than the Vikings – and I'm not saying that they're going to get to the wild card. I said I think that they're going to compete up until the last week or two for a wild card spot. Last year they were in every game. Um, they played. They played hard. Um, they, you know, had good draft picks. Jared Goff is he's yeah. not a bad quarterback. Um, he went to the Super Bowl. I,
1: yeah, I think that you're right. I think the Lions, like the Jags, are a team that. I don't think they're going to quite get there, but I think they've had a really smart off uh, season. And I think they're going to be, uh, I think they might be, you know, eight and nine that, but I think they'll play meaningful games later into the uh, season. And I think for Detroit, a franchise, which, I don't know, you look through all professional sports, the Lions might be the most hard suffering fans. Um, I think there's finally hope. There's hope, Detroit.
0: There's, there is hope. There is hope. And it starts this year with a decent year that they can build off of. Um, NFC South, Mr. Tom Brady, 45-year-old Tom Brady. So, do you have the Bucks and, and Mr. Brady?
1: Well, I say it every year on this podcast, and I'll say it once again. Not as long as Tom Brady is the starting quarterback for that team. I'll at least pick that team to win the division. It's never failed. It has never failed. Um, you know, yes, he's 45, but look at his stats last year. Still one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, the Bucks are still a talented team, only two years off from winning the uh, Super Bowl. Um, it seems like a lot of the pickers, like the Saints, um, but I'm not quite sold on the saints and I have to stick with my Tom Brady rule at least for one more year. So yes, I am picking the bucks.
0: Me too. For all, all the reasons you mentioned, um, as far as who's going to finish second, I, I don't know. The saints and Panthers those are both squirrely, squirrely teams. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Who, do you trust Jameson Winston or do you trust Baker Mayfield? Um, <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Flip a coin. They're both mediocre. Yeah, and Atlanta's a train wreck. I mean, they're rebuilding, so um, um, but they've got yeah. they've got no shot.
1: Good um, for Matt Ryan. Is at least I'm glad to see he's with the Colts, with the Colts and will have yeah. a chance to play competitive playoff
0: Absolutely. So, my favorite division, as a Seahawk guy, the NFC West and yeah of course i'm going i'm going with the rams but i cannot believe um that so many people are picking either the 49ers to win or, or win the division or or get a wild card spot i mean ha- have you seen or heard anything about Trey Lance this offseason he just one out of every 3 throws are just like all over the place i mean he'll look He'll look good, look good. And then all of a sudden, he's got a throw that reminds you, a pass that reminds you of Tim Tebow. That's how inaccurate he can be. So, I mean, you're talking, the 49ers think that they're a Super Bowl team. I don't see, I don't see how with with Trey Lance as a quarterback. Uh, Yeah. You know, maybe he'll develop over the next couple of years. He has a talent, but right now, he is not accurate enough.
1: Yeah. I'm with you. I'm also picking the Rams. Hard to pick against them. Um 49ers and Cardinals are just hard to pick because both of them I could see paths to both of them to the uh playoffs. Um, but I could also see the wheels coming off for both of them, especially with the Cardinals like last year. Um I'm not sold on Kingsbury, their head coach. Um and then Finally, I guess we'll get to. Are you thinking the Seahawks will probably finish fourth this year in the division?
0: No, no. I actually, and this is a homer pick. I actually think that they'll finish third, and the the Cardinals will finish will finish fourth. Um, a lot of a lot of the so called experts are picking um, the Seahawks to win three or four games this year, but. I think I see them being a uh, seven, eight, eight-win team. Um, yes, quarter quarterback. We don't have an elite quarterback. Geno, he's okay, but um, we had a fabulous draft. The, the two um, tackles, are, two rookie tackles, are are going to be tackles for the next next ten years. Added Kenneth Walker, a dynamic runner. Um, added a couple um cornerbacks that are going to make make a difference. This was a really fantastic draft. And I'll tell you another thing about the, the Seahawks. Their their um general manager John Snyder had wanted and scouted both Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen. And if they would have dropped down further both those years, he was set to to draft either one In the first round, because he was he was the general, he was assistant general manager in Green Bay. When Green Bay had Brett Favre, Aaron Rodgers fell to him late in the first round and he picked him. So my point is, well, this is a long way to make my point. Point is he can pick a quarterback. And next year's draft class is loaded with quarterbacks. So the Seahawks have built offensive, defensive lines, got some good, good young talent. Next year. Two first-round picks, two second-round picks. They're going to get the quarterback. And in three years, three years, you hear it here first. Seahawks are going to win the Super Bowl. Wow.
1: Yeah. Does that include this year? Yes. All right. Three years. Three years. You heard it here, folks. Well, I'm not one to looking that far out, but I do trust you. Um, And I do agree with you. I don't think they're going – you know, I hear some – could be the worst team in the league. I don't think they're going to be the worst team in the league. They don't have the talent to compete in the NFC West. And I don't think they have the talent to nap one of those three wild card spots, but there's just such a difference in my mind between a team like the Seahawks who, yes, there's rebuilding pains and, you you know, might be seasons where the talent's just not there. Versus a team, you know, like, say, the Browns, where just dysfunction and disarray exudes from even their talented years. So, no, I don't think the Seahawks have the talent to do anything special this year. But I still think they're a well-run team that wins some games and they're well-structured for the future. And I don't think there's going to be the drama that's going to follow a team like the Jets or the Browns. <laughs> the, Jets, <so. laughs>
0: the Browns and and um, you know our longtime listener Ed is a Texan fan, and I think that they they've actually they've gotten rid of their drama. You know they tr- made a great trade with Deshaun Watson. I I actually see them you know on an up uptick. So yeah, when you and the Lions are on an uptick, so I think our two poster children for dysfunction would be be The Browns and the Jets. Browns and the Jets,
1: Yeah, yeah. I think it's going to be not a great year for the uh, Texans this year, but I think so too. Um, and I'm fascinated, you know, as someone who's followed the Cowboys for a long time. I think they they've gone all in and Dak Prescott. I don't see them being able in the next few years to pull the talent together uh, to make a serious run with him. Um, So they're a team
0: two. Let me ask you you this. Do you think if the Cowboys don't make it to the NFC Championship, do you think McCarthy will be – this is a two-part question. Will McCarthy be back, A, and if McCarthy is not back, do you think Sean Payton will be the coach in 2023?
1: That's a fascinating question. I think McCarthy – I think he has to win at least one playoff game. Jerry Jones, I think, sometimes is a little hesitant to fire. I mean, we all remember the Jason Garrett experiment probably went on much longer (laughs) than it needed to go on for. Um, But I think the expectation is definitely, like you said, that they at least have to win a playoff game for there to be any chance that he's back. And Sean Payton is fascinating. You know, he, I think... The two things that I wonder, one, he's gone, he's out of football now, but he seems to be someone who loves the game so much that I feel like if a coaching job, like the Cowboys came, he couldn't re re resist. But I think the question will be, and this has always been the question, can Jerry hire a coach with a strong personality? Because I think Jerry likes to be the big guy, the, head honcho the loudest guy in the room yeah you know um and he's gonna have sean payton's a strong personality so he'd have to give some of that up i think he usually likes to hire coaches that are i don't know will do his bidding a little more easily so i think it would be a great fit but i think there will have to be some pride swallowing in dallas
0: this is true it will be fun watching no matter what happens so we've we've gone through our divisions. Who do you have in the AFC? Who who's gonna win the AFC?
1: Well, not to be boring, but I think the the Bills um of the division winners I picked, I think, you know, amazing quarterback. They're the bookies favorite for a reason. They came very close to beating the Chiefs last year. I think the Chiefs will still win the West, but are a little worse than last year. So I think if all breaks right, Josh Allen stays, uh, stays at his peak, stays uh, healthy, then I'm picking
0: the Bills. Yeah, me, me too. I mean, everything you, everything you said, I think they're, they're clearly the class of the AFC. And as long as, as long as they're reasonably healthy, um you know I in a tough AFC I think I think they're going to win. Uh, you know um I could see the Chiefs or Chargers pushing them but I think the the Bills are loaded both offensive and defense so yeah I'm with the Bills. Now the NFC this is a this is a, another kind of chalk pick and a lot of people are picking the Rams to, or the Bucks but I'm I'm seems like every year I go with the Packers and I think finally They'll they'll find a way because the Rams are you know a little bit down after the Super Bowl long year, and I don't think the NFL will try to cheat their way into another Ram victory as they did last year. Um, so I'm going I'm going with the pack. Well,
1: we're on similar wavelengths because I have the Packers written down too and. Similar reasons to you, you know. It's always hard to repeat. I mean, the Rams were good last year, but they weren't dominant. I think they're definitely um, they're uh, vulnerable. I think Aaron Rodgers is still, in my mind, the best quarterback, the best uh, quarterback in this league. I think he's hungry. I really, I think he really wants a second ring. Really wants to get back to the big game. Um, I mean. Tom Tom Brady's still Tom, uh, but I think the Packers are due. Um, but then, like you said, I pick the Packers every year, and they always seem to underperform in the uh, playoffs. But I'm with you, Bills and Packers, Super Bowl.
0: And who do you have winning the Super Bowl? Uh,
1: I went back and forth, um, but I have to go with the Bills. Um I think Allen, his first Super Bowl, I mean, how fun would Josh Allen, Aaron Rodgers be on the biggest stage? That would be great, but sorry, I don't think Rodgers is going to get his uh, second ring, and I think they're the favorites for a uh, reason. I think they've built a really great team, which credit to the two them, because they went through a really lean, lean been, time, some lean years, but I think they've, built a really smart great team and i think it will pay off
0: yeah yeah i i agree the the bill i'm going with the bills over the the packers and that would be great for the the city of buffalo after you know in the the 90s those four super bowl losses um so they kind of like the you know the red sox when they had all their losses and they they finally won and you know city went crazy (laughs) buffalo is a is a passionate football town. Um, so I think it would be great for the city. But, um, you know, if it's a Bill Packer Super Bowl, I don't know who I would root for. I think it would be a you know good competitive Super Bowl. But I think yeah. the Bills are, are slightly better.
1: But I definitely feel, you know, pecking the Bills – I feel there's a lot of teams I could slot in there. I mean, I wouldn't surprise me if the Chiefs made a run. Wouldn't surprise me if the Rams made another run. Wouldn't surprise me if the Bucks. Um, This definitely feels, and maybe there's some wild card. Maybe the Cowboys, <laughs> maybe it will be the year we least expect them to win it all. It's the year they actually do it. So um, yeah. I think there's a lot of room. And maybe some of these young quarterbacks, maybe the Chargers, you know, so I think there's gonna be a lot of excitement. Um and knowing that we picked the Bills, I'm sorry, to the city of Buffalo it's probably I know, doomed. I
0: know. Sorry sorry, <laughs> Buffalo. It's probably gonna be it's probably gonna be some other team. Um so our apologies to the Bills and the Packers. Um uh, here's of- It's it's been years since I've gotten a Super Bowl pick right. Do you have an MVP pick? Oh, yeah, Josh Allen.
1: Josh Allen? Josh Allen. Yeah.
0: And I, my I my second would be uh, Justin Herbert
1: of the Chargers. Yeah, that was my dark horse, too.
0: All right. Um, so those are our picks. They're locked and loaded. We do have three listener questions. And funny enough, uh, our listeners, they they view us as well-rounded folks because. None of these are sports questions. Um, The first one is from Beyonce in Houston. And she wants to know, what would you do if you were invisible for a day?
1: It's a great question, Beyonce. There's a lot of possibility. Um, I think the hard thing in what I would want to know, like what I know this day in, in advance or would I wake up and be invisible? Because if I knew in advance, then, you know, maybe I'd want to travel to Rome and see, you know, if I could really see what actually is underneath the uh, Vatican and look through all wow, the that's
0: good. jewels. Yeah, I, that, I would think yeah. that it would be, you know, no in advance. I think that's no. what, yeah. Because, you know, um, Beyonce from Houston, I, um, you know, long-time listener to the show, I know that she's very organized and likes to plan. So I'm assuming that that's the direction that she would want us to go.
1: And and maybe on a more practical, the K and A Sports Picks podcast does not condone violence. But you know, if I was invisible for a day and planted, maybe I don't know, you'd want to s- slip something in Putin's. <laughs> Than Putin's food. Sorry to any Russian listeners. Not a knock on Russia, but I think the world would appreciate that.
0: I think salt so, <laughs> down. So uh what I I'd like to do if I was invisible for a day is I wanna to go to some the Facebook Board meetings with Mark Zuckerberg because I think he's an evil genius. The way that, um, and then you mentioned stolen the book Stolen Focus on on a previous podcast, and I would like to see the manipulation that's going that they're talking about in those boardrooms, how they're trying to get us hooked on social media, you know, see you know what the master, the evil mastermind is is up to. Um that and then I re- then I read a blog post about you know behind the scenes that they Yeah.
1: Like, you can record it. Leak the tapes. <laughs> Leak
0: the tapes. WikiLeaks.
1: <laughs> I love it. That would that would be a great use of invisibility.
0: Yeah. And um this one is from um this second question is from Warren in Omaha. Um he wants to know. If we won a million dollars but had to spend it in a day, what would you buy? So I thought. I thought about this. What would I buy? And I, I was thinking, well, um, I'd want to buy something where I can make a lot, a lot of money. You know, turn around, and then and then sell it after the day was over. So this is this is what I came up with. I was going to buy. You know, kale is so popular. Now. You know all over all over um america people are love their kale. And did you know that we are the number one um sports picks podcast uh with the vegan community? Wow. I, it it's kind of funny being, you know, paleo people, but but anyways, I've, I would buy a whole bunch of kale and then and from farmers and then turn around and and sell it at a markup. Like I c- kind of corner the kale market.
1: Kale market. Yeah. I think that's a great idea and I think it's only becoming more trendy, you know, especially being in the Boulder area, the juice bars
0: the juice bars, yes
1: yeah, um, I struggle with this question because it's hard to think of a way like you said, to guarantee that you'll keep the million dollars because you think, well, gift cards, but most stores wouldn't probably let you buy a million dollars in gift cards and I thought probably the best thing would be Buy some, like, mineral maybe on the mercantile uh, market, you know, just buy a large quantity of gold and silver and then sit on it because, you know, the value of that always goes up and down. Um, but I just think turning it into some mineral well, would be the best way to guarantee Um and I, I think it'd be fun, to, a little more fun to buy minerals than stocks. You, you could always buy stocks, but how often did you get to buy like a million dollars of gold or silver?
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, is, that would that would be fun. Just... And my, I, uh, my backup plan,
1: but this would be a little hard. You know, I'm in Boulder, the Denver area, the real estate market is just going Bonanza, so maybe I'd see if I could find someone, make a cash-only uh, offer, say, this is a one-day deal. I'll give you one million dollars for your mountain home in Boulder in cash right now, but you have to take it down, and give me the deed. <laughs> I don't know if I'd find someone who'd take me up on that, but I could try.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely a one day, one day closing. <laughs> <laughs> Just show up just show up to people's houses you know with a suitcase full of a million dollars and the first first person that takes it exactly <laughs> I like it. then you could turn around, you know wait a day or two and and sell it for big money so the last question we have is um what are some fun and interesting alternatives? To war, that countries could settle their differences with. I thought this. And I think I think this came from a general in the USSR.
1: Yeah, so I think you've played this before. Do you know the game catchphrase? Yes. So for our listeners that don't know, it's like hot. uh, It's like hot uh, potato. So you have this device that gives you this word. And you have to give clues to your partner, who who will um, who tries to uh, guess it. And once they guess, you pass the device around a uh, circle, and the team that ends up hold that ends up uh, holding the device when the timer goes off uh, loses. But it gets very competitive, but very fun. Uh, there's a lot of laughter. Um, but I think it'd be a great way for countries to show off their intelligence, to have a good time, to settle hard disputes. But then, when the buzzer goes off and the game is done, they can all laugh and everyone's in a better mood than they just uh, than they um, started. So,
0: so I think the, a much
1: better alternative to war. Would the two, war.
0: two countries each pick like a, one of their top catch player, or would it be kind of like the the president and prime minister? Um, Oh, I think
1: so. I guess the president and prime minister could do it, but I think they definitely get the chance to nominate anyone, Um, you know, because I think that would that would be more fun and kind of make it more inclusive. And maybe you'll have, you know, people training.
0: I think that would be more fun. You could have professional catch phrase leagues and you can have uh, Las Vegas get involved with betting on, you know, who's going to who's going to win.
1: Exactly, and they could even have a lottery just of random people, you know. It would be
0: fun, I like it. And um, so I thought about this, and I, my, my answer is, I would like to do it, you know, because these countries have some really tough um, issues, and, and it can get very emotional. And who better to mediate this than Dr. Phil? So I would have, um, you know, doctor on the Dr. Phil show, the two representatives, two representatives from the country, you know, it could be Kim Jong Un and Biden or whoever they pick, come sit down on the couch, talk about their issues, and have Dr. Phil kind of, you know, quiz them and <sighs> and you know pull out pull out uh, stuff of what the issues are and you know and within that hour get a resolution and action plan.
1: I think that would be great and very effective too. And he's a Tulsa. He is. Alumni.
0: He is a Tulsa alumni, a proud Tulsa alumni.
1: Well, I like that. I also thought, yeah, you know, I think Dr. Phil would be great. And then, you know, cause you probably with war, there's probably so many underlying feelings. And I think Dr. Phil could really get to the heart of the matter, you know, like for Kim Jong Un, maybe it's he never felt like he got enough time with his father, <laughs> right. and that the, you know, his was always busy. This childhood wound could be causing him to act out. So instead of going to war, you know, maybe Dr. Phil could guide him, maybe teach him some breathing exercises, kind of teach him, you know, just ways to deal with that instead <laughs> of launching. Nuclear missiles. I think it's a
0: great idea. <laughs> okay, you know, maybe we should reach out to Doctor Phil and see if he wants to be on on a podcast because there's a lot of emotional issues in sports that that you know we can we can touch on.
1: Yeah. Well, you're saying Baker Mayfield and the Cleveland Browns
0: and the Cleveland Browns. Exactly. You get Baker Mayfield and the general manager to sit down on the K and A Sports Pick with Dr. Phil, and we can just work this out.
1: That would be a fascinating Dr. Phil dive into the psyche of the Cleveland Browns.
0: And maybe Sorry. maybe Russell Wilson would still be a Seahawks quarterback if Pete Carroll and Russell Wilson would have sat down on our podcast last year with Dr. Phil. We could have worked out this whole mess. Yes,
1: and I will say to all Seahawks fans, I know it was a bitter end, but never forget the pair of them A decade of success brought two NFC championships and a Super Bowl to Seattle for the first time. So, while wounds it might hurt now, I think history will look kindly.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, TK, before we sign off, any any final words? Any anything you're looking looking forward to?
1: Yeah, well, maybe you know, around the midway point, we can jump back on discuss. You know, I remember Sports Illustrated would always do their mid-season picks where they would revise their picks from the pre, uh, so we could do that. Um, But, yeah, just really have fun. You know, week one, there's always hope. Even if you're the Jets, even if you're the Texans, there's hope. Any given Sunday, and you never know. And um, just enjoy the spectacle of the great American
0: show and we do have a book podcast that that uh with yes. some special guest um, to discuss um, some some exciting books some exciting topics on future podcasts
1: yes yep yeah. we'll have some exciting things I and mean, we, we can have a world cup preview podcast for our international listeners um, so, exciting times at the KNA Sports Picks Podcast.
0: Absolutely. And we'll reach out to Dr. Dr. Phil, and, and uh, we'll let you all know when, when he's available. So, for now, signing off. Talk to you all later.
1: I think there are so many people that perhaps are depressed or anxious that think that's just life. Hey, hey, the Dukes are trying to corner the market. They know something. I can feel it. Let's get in on it. Who is?
0: Not yet. Almost. 140. Hey,
1: hey, hey. No.
0: South in April of 142! That's not right. How can the price be going down? Something's wrong. Where's Wilson? No doing here? They're selling, Mortimer. Well, that's ridiculous. Unless that crop report... God help us!